Hi. One of the features here on Less the Book Coach is going to be a weekly podcast. Everybody has a story. I spent 17 years in radio asking questions, and until I started this series, I had no idea how much I missed it. The format of these podcasts is going to be a guest and me in a conversation, and you get to eavesdrop. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed the conversation. Let's get started. Welcome to Everyone Has a Story. My guest today is Warren Ellis. Uh, Warren and I go back a, a while, having been together in, in uh, university, but Warren has gone off on a different path and, and uh, become quite famous, at least around Wawanisa, as, as an actor. Warren, uh, you just had a role in, in the movie released last week, Percy, that tells the Percy Schmeiser story. Uh, Welcome to Everyone Has a Story, and uh, tell us a little bit about your role in Percy. Well, I'm pleased to be here, Les. Uh, my role uh, was, uh, it's just an actor role, which means it's five lines or less. In my case, it was two lines, and I'm playing a mill worker. Um, and my job uh, in the scene was to um, give uh, Percy a check for his canola that he's hauling to the elevator. And uh, and then that's that's probably the high point in the uh, movie for Percy because he's receiving a rather large check for um, for all the canola that he's been hauling in. Now canola is the central uh, the the central object in the whole movie, and the movie deals with with his fight uh, against Monsanto. Uh, Christopher Walken plays Percy. Uh, tell us about how it was wa- working with him and the special roles that you did play in that regard? Well, as far as working with him, I, uh, I, I didn't do much with him. Um, we we did, uh, did show him a little bit about a combine, and, and uh, uh, he hadn't had a lot of experience with that. Um, and, uh, and then we did have our scene together. Uh, but other than that, we were pretty much separate. Um, now, I was also doing uh, work as a photo double, which meant that every time um, Percy wasn't needed for his face, or, or Christopher Walken wasn't needed for his face, that they would throw me in there. So if um, if it's you know theoretically Percy's hands running over, say the canola plants, uh, likely those are my hands. Or or if it's Percy's back, um, you know it's probably my back that, that you're looking at. Uh, so that uh, was one little thing, and that kept me on set for quite a few days. Um, while we were doing that, but uh, that was basically the limit of it, I think. Uh, you say on set. Where was the movie shot? It's theoretically it's it's based in Saskatchewan on on Schmeiser's farm, but where was the movie shot? It was northwest of Winnipeg, uh, just on the outside of um, I can't remember the name of the town. But um, about six or ten miles northwest of Winnipeg. And what about the, what about the setting on the farm? Now, uh, for those for those listeners that don't know, Warren operates a, a seed farm at, at Wawanisa and has been involved in agriculture all his life. So, to you, was this a representative farm? Was it a good pick? Oh, it was a really good pick. Yeah, the uh, the farmers that were there. Um, we're um, very enthusiastic about the whole um, 
the whole movie, and uh, they had a, uh, a mixed farm of cattle and, uh, uh, and of grains, and, and of course they grow canola. And so we were out in their fields of canola, uh, shooting uh, different scenes, and and um, and they had a very typical farmyard with a big barn and and um, you know a nice farmhouse, and and all the yard was clipped, and and you know it looked like a really really nice place. So yeah, no, it was a very good setting, I think. And uh, and as I said, the farmers. The owners there um, were, I think, very helpful to the production. From what I could gather, they were always running around making sure that uh, the production was, you know, getting everything they needed. Now, not a lot of Hollywood movies uh, deal with agriculture, and especially agriculture in Western Canada. Uh, tell us a little bit about the process. How does Warren Ellis get into this type of a, of a production? Well, um, you, you work at it for, in my case, you work at it for 10 years. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and you get yourself known uh, amongst the casting directors. And, and, um, and in this particular case, we did an audition and, and, um, for, the, for the role. And uh, the audition didn't go very well, but, but they uh, gave me the part anyway. Uh, so um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was not expecting to get the role at all after my audition. It, it was a bit of a disaster, but but um, but anyway, I did get the role. And and um, and uh, but it was. It's a lot about you know um, preparation and, and 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 you know years of work ahead of that before I even get a, a two line role. Ten years of preparation. Uh... How can an audition possibly go bad? There's got to be an understory or a backstory here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, 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 um, uh, auditions are the bane, I think, of any, any actor. I haven't heard of very many actors uh, who, who like them, but they are sort of a terrifying event, and all of a sudden all the courage that you thought you had and all the knowledge that you thought you had uh, drains right out of your soul, and all of a sudden you become this. At least I become this uh, puddle on, on the floor, mm. basically, <laughs> you know, terrified. So uh, it's a lot about exp- success in a in a, um, in a in an audition room is a lot of preparation uh, for the for the part itself, and then having uh, the sort of the skill and the um, confidence to uh, to go into a a room full of strangers and you know pretend you're somebody that you're not and you know and say the lines that were given to you so uh, for me that's very very hard so in the audition uh who who did you portray were you were you percy schmeiser in the in the audition oh no 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 uh i was portraying the mill workers the mill workers lines so I just stood up there. There was no lines back to me, so I just stood up and said the lines. Um, and so there was no um, lead-in or cue or anything like that. It was just say the two lines, and and um, and, uh, and that was it. And so then they have a whole bunch of other people. I have no idea how many, but probably ten other people um, would, would probably um, audition for this role. And, um, and they would all say the same two lines. And then they pick the one that best represents the uh, character that they want, either based on looks or based on the um, the um, 
uh, you know, the way the fellow said the line, or, you know, based on, you know, maybe other things that we have, we have no, no idea of. So uh, auditions, you just never know whether you've done well in an audition or, or not. Um, it's, like I said, it's, it's a terrifying experience. Warren, you were telling me a, a little bit earlier that, that you got an opportunity in this movie to read the entire uh, script, which is not mm. normal for someone who is playing a less-than-major role, shall we say. So uh, tell us about reading the script and, and where that went. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, they asked me to, um, to uh, read the script and record it uh, so that uh, Christopher Walken could listen to it and determine whether there are, were any words that we pronounced, you know, a lot differently than what he would normally pronounce them. And so, yeah, so they gave me the entire script and uh, they sent me into a recording um, studio in Winnipeg and um, we recorded the entire uh, play or the entire movie. Um, so I got to read, like I, I got to read all of his his lines, but just reading them off a script, um, and uh, so that he could see, hear how we uh, how we said our words. Now the movie takes place or is, is based in the late 1990s in the battle with uh, with Percy Schmeiser, Monsanto, and and the uh, GMO and, and seed rights. You have a background in that area as well, and that you're a seed producer. And at the time of this this story going on, you were uh, involved with the Canola Council. Did that did that make a difference to you in? And the way you viewed the movie, or do you leave that at the door and become an actor when you get on set? Well, yes. Uh, to yeah, at the end of the day, my job is is got nothing to do with uh, my past. It's it's strictly serving the script, uh, serving the story, and my little portion of it. Uh, so yeah, you definitely drop all your attitude and all your all your. Um, preconceived ideas about the story itself um uh, having said that um you know i still believe what i believe and and um uh, and and they were quite you know i had nice conversations with uh, the writers from time to time and and uh, they were very you know willing to entertain different viewpoints and and you know we had good discussions about the whole thing um but when it came to the day you know acting uh, you um, you definitely uh, you know leave your opinion at the door and and you you imbibe the uh, the character and uh, you know otherwise you're 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 not serving the story. The movie was released last week. I, I believe it was uh, uh, available in theaters on on Thursday or perhaps it was Friday. Have you had a chance to see it? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to see it. I, I've had, got some friends that have seen it. And uh, they've sent me little notes of, you know, congratulations on, on you know, being in, in it. Um, um, but, um, but, no, I have not seen the, the movie yet. Did you get a feel for the movie? Uh, the, the, the trailers that I've seen uh, that portray Percy Schmeiser as the hero takes on the, the evil Goliath in, in Monsanto. Did you get a feel for, for what the storyline is about or the way that it will be portrayed? Well, um, it, it, yes, I, I think I did. But the the, the 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 devil in this is that 
you know, the, the actors don't actually tell the story. It's the editors, it's the writers, the editors, and the director tell the story in the editing room. Uh, so my view of this is very narrow, whereas, and, and could be, if I say too much about what I think the story's about, uh, you know, it could be totally different. Um, however, I, you know, having said that, yeah, I think that, uh, I think it's a safe bet that, um, Percy, is, this, this story is sort of from Percy's perspective. And, and he is probably the hero of the, of the movie. I think that's a pretty safe, a safe bet. But, but it is a pitfall, <laughs> uh, you know, doing the, uh, trying to guess as an actor, trying to guess what the movie's about without having seen it actually. Uh, I believe it's been, uh, or it's approaching two years since the actual production. You said that uh, you you had two speaking lines, which, in my understanding, in the union, that's a step up from from just a uh, a non-speaking part. Do you mm-hmm. hap- Do you happen to remember the lines? Do you remember what you said? Um, to, uh, who, yeah, I think so. Um, it was. Um, it's the first load of canola I've seen come in this year. Bet you made a killing on it. I think that was the two lines. Something like that. Wow. And you, you delivered it with such authority. I want to thank you for sharing, for sharing that. <laughs> I know. Did, did you get goose? Did you, did you get goose Oh, flush? wow. <laughs> I, I just... <laughs> hey, you know what? I said it better just now than I did uh, in the audition room. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> you you yeah. anticipated the next question. I was going to say, did it feel more comfortable than it did in the audition room? <laughs> well, you know what? Only slightly, but yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it definitely... In the in the um, in the um, audition room, there was I was there for two reasons. One to talk about doing this, um, you know, voicing over the uh, or voicing the uh, the script for Percy or for um, Christopher Walken, and and then to you know audition for this role, and, and so um, so we did the uh, we did the. Um, um, audition first and they just said well just stand up there hit the mark and and deliver the lines and i went huh <laughs> after the, we'd introduced myself to you know there was the director was there the casting director and and uh the right some writers were there i think and and uh there's you know a whole crowd of people and i you know we talked to each one of them for, you know briefly for the minute and they said well you know let's just go ahead and you say the lines and we'll we'll talk about um you know doing this recording so I hit the mark and couldn't remember my damn line at all. So just it was not there. It was awful. So I said anyway, that's you know yeah, got the part anyway. So but uh yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's uh, a very unnerving event uh this audition process. At the risk of, of dating us here, uh, you and I were together in university, um, uh, I guess it's, yeah, it's 40 years, <laughs> yeah. 40, yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah, um, pain in my back right now, tells me that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about the transition? I mean, you you go back to, to Wawanisa. Obviously, this is something that you've wanted to do. Uh, when did you make the the real move to, to theater, and I, I'm sure that you played in in community theater along the way, but how did this come to be that you're, you're at this point now? 
<laughs> good, good question. Um, well, I started uh, in community theater in Wawanisa. There was a lady there that um, uh, wanted to raise money for children's projects around Wawanisa. And uh, so I think my first, I think I started acting when I was, I don't know, 47 or something like that. And so we did three or four uh, performances with this, this, this lady. And, um, and it was kind of a... Uh, we we called ourselves a cast of thousands. It was thousands of pounds of of farmers, <laughs> and uh, and uh, it, you know the acting was enthusiastic. I'm not sure how artful it was, but it was enthusiastic to be sure. And we raised a lot of money. So, but at the end of it all, I recognized that I really kind of liked acting, and I was really really hideous at it. And um, so I went and took a class uh, in Brandon, and. Um, and I joined up with some other theater groups um, in, in, in Brandon and um, did a couple of shows there. And, uh, and then the class in Brandon closed down, so I took another class in Winnipeg, and, and then I just carried on taking classes and um, doing the odd play here and there. But, you know, quite frankly, I haven't done an awful lot of actual performing, just have taken a lot of classes. And now I, I go quite often to uh, Vancouver and take classes for a month or two at a time. And uh, or Toronto. I was in Toronto last year for a month, and uh, and you know you get to meet all these wonderful people and passionate people and and people who have very different opinions or views of of agriculture, which is kind of funny at times. And uh, and so anyway, yeah, that's sort of how how we how we started doing it, and and then gradually I've I've uh, amassed a bit of a resume and and. Um, and now casting directors take me fairly seriously. When uh, when I want to do a role, they usually are receptive to the idea, at least, and uh, and give me a chance. So it's been a long time. I would think that uh, that this year with the COVID situation has probably put a damper on on a lot of uh, a lot of theater and community theater or or the roles that you might be playing. Is there anything in the works uh, for you for the for the upcoming winter? Um, no, no, uh, I'm going to, I'm just actually deciding we're just finishing up our farming this fall right now. Um, I'm hoping to be done it in another week and then I'm, um, planning to, to, uh, set up with, um, more acting classes, but, but doing it, uh, remotely through, uh, the internet, uh, through zoom. Um, uh, there's a fellow in, I've got a fellow lined up in Vancouver, and uh, and a voice coach in Toronto that I'm going to talk to, and um, and then um, and then I'm hoping to get hooked up with somebody in Winnipeg as well. And, and if I do that, then I should be able to, you know, act basically for five to eight hours a day. That's my goal: is to act for eight, five to eight hours a day, for five or six days a week. Um, and if I can do that, then whenever the whenever the uh, industry comes back, and then then I hopefully I'll be ready. So that's. That's my plan for this winter. Great. I uh, can't leave you go without asking, uh, uh, how was the crop? How did things do on the, on the Ellis Farm this year? Oh, really well. Uh, we were just, we just seemed to hit, everything seemed to you know, hit at the right moment. So all of our yields were above average, and uh, 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 the uh, soybeans were, were a good average. Uh, they were the, probably the worst, or not the worst, the, the least best of our um, 
of our production, um, but it still was quite quite reasonable. Um, we were quite happy with the beans as well. But um, so yeah, we've had a a big a big crop. Uh, very very lucky. What about the canola? Year. How did the canola do? Oh, very well too. Uh, yeah, we it was one of our better yields. Um, although we, we typically don't get good yields as, as, as our neighbors, but uh, this year I think we did by the sound of it. But normally we're, we, we're quite a bit less than our neighbors. Um, but this year I think we might have you know, been at least as good as them and, and maybe even better than some of our neighbors. So, so that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so let me try it. I, I'm not sure if I got it right, but wow, that's the first load of canola I've seen this year. You must have made a killing. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You go, damn it, I just unleashed my nemesis against it. I'll never ever get another I, uh, one with you in the market left. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to stay to the book writing. I'll, I'll I leave. Think maybe, maybe I should start writing a book. And, and we don't need that either, okay? <laughs> Unless you need help, but I'm available. Warren, yeah, okay. Warren, thanks so much for your time. Our guest today on Everyone Has a Story has been Warren Ellis. Thanks, Les. It was a lot of fun. That's today's podcast, Everybody Has a Story. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed asking the questions. And if you have any ideas for an interesting guest, you'd like to hear more on any topic, please send the idea along to lessthebookcoach at gmail.com.